Hi, hello, what is up? It is my unique welcome to the podcast. I can't believe I'm saying that, but you know what? There it is. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Let's go ahead and jump right in. So if we have not already met and I have not had the pleasure of having you slide into my DMs or me sliding into yours, um, I'm my unique. I am 27 years old. I live in Southern California. These are facts that people actually don't know about me because I don't spend a lot of time talking about myself on my Instagram. Like, I honestly hate it. I share things and then I dip out real quick. Um, But I figured that as I'm entering into a new season of just life in general, um, that I should probably start telling you guys things about me and so I will share with you my favorite fun fact about myself is that I will always always be salty with the fact that in my young adult years I was 5'7 and then I got into a bad car accident in 2017 and you know, being in the hospital, if you guys have ever been in a bad accident, you're kind of on drugs. Like, let me just, let me just keep it real. You're on drugs. I was on drugs in the hospital and I remember my doctor coming in and she is so sweet. She said, hi, Unique, I need to take an inch off of you. Like, there's some broken fragments in there and we got to clear it out. And I was like, yeah, sure. But I honestly did not think that that was a real thing. Like, I didn't believe that someone could be a height and you can reduce it. You know what I mean? And I will always be salty because once I got out of the hospital and I forgot this conversation had even happened, I was at Home Depot with my mom after surgery, after I was cleared to go home and all that good stuff. And at Home Depot, they have next to the registers, these tall sticks that have rulers, like they measure you. And I stood next to it one day, not realizing I was about to get my feelings hurt. And I stood next to this thing and it read a five, six. And I was still a little sensitive, you know, coming out of the hospital and dealing with what I was dealing with. And I just started crying. And my mom was like, what, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I'm five, six. I was five, seven before I went in the hospital. And she was like, really? And I was like, you didn't even notice that I'm, I'm an inch shorter. Like I'm offended. And ever since then, I really just don't fail to take a chance to share the fact that I was once five seven and a half okay and I now stand at five six which is a little uncomfortable but my jeans still fit the same so I just you know I'm gonna go with it but it is probably the funniest fact about my life not really but I just go with it you know what I mean anyways so I wanted to jump into this first episode of this podcast um kind of just sharing my heart sharing my heart with you guys sharing with my heart behind this um if you haven't already seen my instagram at instagram for believers shameless selfless plug um then you would have seen a promo video that was attached to the announcement that i was starting a podcast and so coming into this i i wanted this to be different i wanted a podcast to be a place where i can have a conversation not with you but with you in your room Uh, as you're going on a walk, as you're like, for me, I love to ride my longboard. Like I just wanted to simply have a a vulnerable and honest conversation because I feel like in today's world, it's very hard to have vulnerable, honest conversations because there's so much weight and so much pressure on what it looks like to be a Christian in 2020. I mean, I'm going to be honest and say, as a 27 year old female, as a 27 year old Christian girl growing up in this world, 
Some people look at me different when I say I really can vibe to a Kalani track. Because I'm still a Christian. You know what I mean? Like, Christians listen to secular music? What? And I'm like, yeah, they do. You know what I mean? And so as weird as that sounds, like that's just the reality of it is that people have become afraid to say what they feel or what they're questioning or what's in their heart because honestly, the world is not really a safe place to do that because you have people who love Twitter fame and social media clout that they don't care to have honest conversations anymore and something that I strongly strongly believe in is just having a healthy and honest communication about where I'm at um when Instagram for Believers started it was a lot of me just sharing my journal and like private personal thoughts between me and the Lord and something that the Lord has allowed me to be so grateful for is the fact that Instagram for Believers has become a platform where I can share these things and people can still love me and people can still correct me in love without me feeling like I'm just doomed for hell, you know? And so I felt like if I were stepping into a season where I'm going to have a podcast, like, I'm just going to be real. I don't do fake very well. I mean, with food, yeah, I can take a McDonald's burger and y'all will call it fake. And I'll be like, yeah, it's still good to me. It's not in and out, but it's still good. But I don't do fake conversations and just, I just don't do it very well. And, and I don't want to do that with this. And I'm not going to. Hopefully, I will be as authentic and my cute little self as someone would say someone yeah anyways why for the one where did this come from what happened what is it I firmly believe that when you go through something yourself you get to see it through a different perspective I'm all about perspective and so a couple of months ago I think this was back in February um couldn't have been anything more than the beginning of March I was honestly driving home arguing with some friends about some crap going on and I was on a call and I remember I got home before my mom and this was before quarantine had happened so work schedule was still in place all that good stuff and I had gotten home and noticed that my gate was open so I'm gonna set the the scenario for you guys um I live on a in a cul-de-sac in a street that's not like on a main street nothing like that and so for my gate to be open is a hard flex and I say things like hard flex so y'all might as well get used to it and I have dogs I love my dogs I also have one cat um but I have five dogs and they're annoying but I love them because well they're my dogs and I remember arguing with a friend and being so caught up in this conversation and I came home and the gate was open like wide open and I didn't see a dog anywhere you know like they weren't in the front yard and I was like what is happening so I didn't even bother like parking my car right like as soon as I noticed the gate was open I parked my car took the seatbelt off and panicked let me be honest I panicked like nobody's business I just got frantic and I'm on the phone with my friend and I was like I gotta call you back like my dogs are missing like I feel like my dogs are missing she's like what are you talking about I was like I don't have time to argue right now like I call you I'll call you later and sure enough I get like on the side of my house and I'm calling for my dogs I'm calling for my dogs and they are gone all five of them it was like Beverly Hills Chihuahua like they just decided to dip and think that it was okay and so um by the time my dogs heard my voice four of them 
came back so they came from like my neighbor's bushes and like some like behind a tree at the other neighbor's bush like they came and I I, I felt a sort of, uh, of of relief and I was like oh my god like you guys are okay and so I called I called my mom and I was like yo the fence was open for some freaking reason and all of the dogs are out and she was like all of them like find them find them and so I noticed that one dog in particular who's like the goofier one of them all if I must say so myself was still gone so I went through the backyard and, I, and I'm on the phone with my mom and I was like I don't see him I don't see him she's like make sure you check the dog house you know like maybe sleep in the dog house and I was like okay okay and I was like I literally have all of them except this one like I'm freaking out and I, I had scanned the whole backyard scanned the dog houses scanned any possible place that they could be hiding and I was like he's not here like he's not here I was like I gotta go find him I, I, I don't know what to do I, I need to go find him and so I ended up throwing my other dogs in the gate and making sure it was secured behind me and I frantically was crying I, I'm not gonna lie I was crying like a baby and I got in my car and I said to my mom I said I'm gonna go search the neighborhood I'll call you back he probably didn't get far if he did and so I remember just thinking the worst of the thoughts I was like what if he got hit by a car what if someone took him in his home and now they're trying to keep him like this is my dog i just freaked the frick out and i had went through my neighborhood and had no luck i'm screaming his name out the window i'm like if you hear me just come home where are you where are you and no luck whatsoever in my neighborhood i actually came back home and i called my mom again and i was like i don't know i didn't find him like this sucks man like this freaking sucks and so I told my mom I was like you know what like I still feel led to just go look again and she was like are the other dogs safe I said yes the other dogs are safe and secure behind the gate and I will deal with them when I get back because lord knows I'm a mad dog mom right now because they're putting me through all of this mess and so I was like I'm gonna go down the street again and and I'll call you if I find anything I kid you not, I started driving about a block away from my house, the opposite way of what I normally do. And I was like panicked and thought because my dogs don't really get out much, you know, they, they get out, but you know, I don't let them out. I don't let them get too wild. You know what? We're not about the party life in this house. We love the Lord. You know what I mean? Um, and so I was like, I don't know where he would have gone you know what I mean especially if he's by himself like he's by himself this sucks all the other ones for some reason were together and you were alone you messed it up you had one job if y'all are gonna get out stick together it's easier that way but nope he was out and I drove about a block over and I'm crying my eyes out my heart is doing this thing where it's racing and you know you know anxiety anxiety attack for real <laughs> And I remember turning down a, a street that I don't even go through, you know, when I go for walks. And I remember just seeing movement. And I was like, oh, my God, I think that's him. Oh, my gosh. And so I parked my car and I was like, it is you. You know what I mean? And I literally just felt so much relief in my heart. I felt like I could breathe again, you know what I mean? I was like, he's safe, like, he's okay, he's alive. He looks tired, he feel, he looks like he has been on the journey of his life and his tongue was out and I was like, poor boy, you need water, you know what I mean? But I was like, 
you are safe, like you're safe, like I can breathe, you know what I mean? I immediately called my mom and I was like, I found him! She was like, where is he? I was like, he was about a block and a half away, like the opposite direction that I was checking at first, but, but he's okay, like I'm gonna throw him in the car and we'll be right back home. And, and so I did, I, I literally picked this boy up because I was like, you look tired, son, let's go. I pick him up, throw him in the car, and I was like, we're going home. We're going home, pal. Like, it's all okay. Like, I've got you. And I honestly, uh, I got home, threw him in the backyard. All the dogs are, are safe and sound and happy with each other. He got some water because he was drained from his journey that he had. And it was good. It was great. I ended up calling my friend back and I was like, hey, found the dogs. Everything's safe. I'm not panicking anymore. You know what I mean? And so, honestly, I forgot about this moment and I forgot about the the comparison I'm about to drop because I wasn't thinking. A few days had gone by and I had honestly forgot and I was like, dang, like, I really did leave the other four dogs to go chase this one down because I, like, freaked out. I freaked out. And God reminded me of such a beautiful parable, a beautiful story in the Bible um, which is a parable of the lost sheep and you can find it in Matthew 18 12 and I'm just gonna read it real quick because I really felt the Lord speak to my heart in this moment and it says and I read through the NLT version if that matters to any of you it says if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away what will he do won't he leave the 99 others on the hill and go out to search for the one that is lost and if he finds it, I tell you the truth, he will rejoice over it more than over the 99 that didn't wander. In the same way, it is not my heavenly father's will that even one of these little ones shall perish. And I said, wow, God, if I had a highlighter in my head, I am highlighting myself away. Wow. I was like, I just did that. I was like, God, this is how you feel. <laughs> This is how you feel when we wander off. Like I, in the moments that I clearly was not thinking, like I was truly panicked. Like I didn't, I, I felt lost and confused. And God just reminded me in such a, a stillness of like, that's what it means to leave the 99 for the win. Granted, I didn't have 99 dogs in my backyard. I had four and one was gone but i willed i told my mom i'm going to search these streets until i find him safe because the thought of him being harmed like it hurts like it, it sucks and i will probably cry myself to sleep every night if that's what this is and just to be reminded just to to live that moment out of the lost dogs you know like the parable of the lost dogs that is what this is to literally live that out in such a moment that I really understood what it was like to truly leave. You know what I mean? It's like when you look at it, I could have been the person to be like, well, I still got four dogs instead of five. Like, we're all good. We're all good in this neighborhood, you know? But I didn't because he mattered. Granted, I do have favorite dogs, but we're not going to tell them that. We love them all equally the same. You know what I mean? But in this moment, nothing else mattered to me than going out to find the one. And just in this beautiful moment, God had reminded me, like, that's what it means to search for the one. What you just did for your dog, 
you had other dogs you had great other dogs they're fun they're they're cutesy they make good for instagram photos you know what i mean but this is what it truly means to search the one and this is what i do for my children and i said wow god that is some mind-blowing stuff i mean i've read this story a million times but to walk through it myself to experience you know leaving a group of of my dogs and and literally not resting until i found the one and when the bible says like and when he does find it i tell you the truth he will rejoice there was no greater moment of relief and rejoice i felt when i seen my dog on someone else's property <laughs> you know what i mean like i i was happy i rejoiced i was like yes you're here and it was great and so that's when the idea started of this for the one podcast I didn't think of a podcast in this moment. I just really felt God just put a, just this gentle reminder in my heart, like my unique, this is what it is to search for the one. This is what it feels like, you know? And it's so many times, I think one of the enemy's greatest tactics, one of his greatest tactics against us as believers is to really isolate us, to make us feel like we're alone, to make us feel like we have no one, to make us feel like no one cares enough about us to come search for us. You know what I mean? When I am in my feelings late at night, my first thought that the enemy will attack me with is, you know what, if you truly were gone, no one would care. No one cares about you. And I am not like, these are just moments of weaknesses. Like, this is just me being honest. Like, I truly do have these thoughts time to time. And I have to like, call a friend or like, literally be like, nah, fam, that's not, that's not the truth that my God tells me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the the reality is that we all at some point and if you haven't praise god for you but i'm gonna keep it real and say that i have struggled with this thought more than one time that nobody cares and like i said i do believe that it is the the enemy's greatest tactic to make us isolate ourselves and make us think that nobody cares about us because at that point what more do you have to live for you know what i mean and so that's when god really just deposited this idea of for the one and like i said a podcast was not in my mind whatsoever at all if you read my instagram post um the idea of calling a podcast for the one actually came way later down the line and it was like one night just spending time with the lord just you know in in a stillness of just wanting to listen um i just had some worship music on in the back and i was like all right god we're just gonna chill because i need to i need to breathe i need to have some calmness right now and it was like 11 o'clock at night like i really just love spending my nights with jesus i just find it intimate and and loving and a little romantic you know i'm a little bit of romantic shout out to me for being me <laughs> but um in this moment it was i think the 25th of march so the dog thing had happened a couple of weeks had passed and i really felt like god really was just preparing me um, so when I was spending time just listening to worship music and just being before the Lord, it was just a gentle, gentle whisper. And all it said was for the one. And I said, huh? And it, and it said it again for the one. And I immediately grabbed my journal and I just wrote it down. Like there was no other words with it. It was just for the one. And I was like, for the one, for the one, for the one, God, for the one, like what better way to, to do this? What better way to do this but then to sit here on my room like sitting at my desk and remind someone that you're the one 
You're the one that God is always going to, to chase after. You're the one that God just loves so deeply. You're the one that, like, God cares about every single detail of your heart. Like, you are the one. It's so easy to forget that because we live in a world where we're, we're meant to feel little. Like, every, like, I don't know about you guys. Like, there are times where I just feel so little and everyone else seems so big and so better. And God's just like, nah, like, I truly care about the one. And I think it just ended up being so perfect because I also ended up watching old YouTube videos and in one of the videos, which I looked so gross, bless for a halfway glow up, um, but I said, why? Why do I do Instagram for believers? Why? 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 People ask me that all the time. How did this start? And it, without realizing it, it was always for the one. I told God I just wanted to make one post one day, every day, to encourage one person. It was never, it, influencers weren't even a freaking thing back then, bro. Like, what is an influencer? Where did this come from? Um, it wasn't about being an influencer. It wasn't about thousands of followers. Like, I think at the time I had only told my minister about the account, like that it was me. I was anonymous, so I genuinely did not care. Um, shout out to Facebook for connecting my phone number and exposing me because that's the only reason people knew who I was. And I was like, well, yeah, that's my account, but whatever. Um, but the heart behind Instagram for believers has always been that I would encourage one person a day. And if I did that, then I've done my job and I still live by that. So when people message me and they're like, oh, what's your secret to gaining followers and da -da -da -da, like there is no secret. And the secret is Jesus. And I believe that the Lord knows my heart and he knows that that has always been my agenda. And I tell you, over the last eight years of having Instagram for Believers, because it was not born overnight, I had this account since 2012, for the last eight years, every single post that I have posted, I kid you not, there has been one person that has commented on it or one person that has privately messaged me and been like, I really, really needed to hear that. And you know what? I'm content in that. Because God is holding the promise that I would encourage just one. Granted, I get more than one person, but there's always that one person that was just like, I needed this. And my heart is so, so, so satisfied in that. And so I'm so excited to just carry on um, this as the next journey of a, like a podcast. Like, to be honest, I'm not going to push this podcast because I truly believe that whatever message I speak, whatever week I'm speaking, that it still will be for the one. Um, like, you don't have to subscribe if you don't want to. If I post a link on a, on a story, then feel free to swipe up. If not, you know what? That's cool. What God has for you is for you. If God wants to, to send a message through me to encourage you, you're going to hear it, whether that be on an Instagram post or whether that be on this podcast. You know what I mean? And so I just believe so wholeheartedly that this is right and I can do this so if I'm being honest I don't want to do this thing where I say please subscribe you know if you want to subscribe so you don't miss an episode feel free to but I'm not going to push it I'm also not going to be this person that's like you know what reviews help me go to the top like please leave a five-star review because well quite frankly I really really just don't care to keep up with that if you want to so be it and, and i thank you from the bottom of my heart for whatever kind words because you all say some kind words to me um so be it but if not like that's okay too 
I don't really care. <laughs> um, all I do ask is if there's everything, ever anything that I share that you're just like, okay, God, like I feel that for me. Let me know because I get like my heart just does this thing where I, it just jumps for joy and I get tears in my eyes like I am right now because I, every time I'm reminded that like someone like God did that, you know what I mean? Like I just, my heart just feels so, so freaking full. So if you ever hear something and if this podcast, whatever episode it is, I don't even know how any of that is going to work out. I didn't think that far ahead. You know what I mean? Um, that you tell me, send me a DM. You know what I mean? If you want to share it on a story, like, Hey, checked out this podcast. Like, please tag me in it. So I don't miss it. Um, that's all I ask is that if, if, if I have said something that you just, just share your heart with me and we can have a conversation as if we're sitting in a coffee shop because I'm bougie and I'm that Christian who loves Chick-fil-A and Starbucks all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, so just, I just, that's all I ask is that if, if it was for you, let me know. If it's not, you don't have to let me know, <laughs> but if it is, yes. If you feel like someone else needs to hear this, an ep- a certain episode of a, co- a podcast, like, please share it. Um, not so I can get more views or not so I can get more people to, to like it. Like, no, 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 no. Just so that the person, the right person who needs to hear it would just be reminded of that. Because I firmly believe that when we are reminded of God's truth, when we are affirmed in, in who he says we are, then it keeps us from wandering away from the other 99 that we're meant to be with. It keeps us from wandering away from community who love us, who who really just want to show us what it's like to, to be like Jesus. You know what I mean? Iron sharpens iron, right? So that's all I have for today's episode. I hope you have, I've sparked somewhat of an interest um, to keep you listening. Um, I don't know what this is going to look like. I really don't. I don't have a super fantastic plan on how this is going to be mapped out. I'm literally chilling in my room, um, sitting in a desk with a microphone. That's the truth. And that's going to be the truth. And we can pretend like we're having coffee together and just having these conversations. So that's what this is going to look like. That's what this next season is going to look like. I do have a few certain topics that... I will obviously discuss um, mental illness, depression, anxiety, breakups, which happen to be my favorite. No, I'm just kidding. Shout out to no one for that. But um, just honest conversations of just some real, real things that we should talk about in a healthy way. So thanks for listening. If you've gotten this far and your name is Anna, I love you. SVP for life. Nobody knows what that means, but you and I, but I'm okay with that. If your name is Jessica, I love you a little bit more than I do. And no, I'm just kidding. I love you. Um, and if your name is Tia, thank you. And if you haven't gotten it by now, these are three of my best friends who really just know how to love me well and provide safe spaces for me to have these kinds of conversations with them. Um, they're believers too. And we just kind of pick each other's brains on these things. And, and I appreciate that. And I'm a little cheesy because it's literally late at night and I'm kind of in my feels and I'm about to go listen to a playlist before I go to bed. (laughs) But, you know, all that good stuff. Anyways, 
I love you guys. I am completely praying for you all the time. If you ever need anything, um, if you are the one, please feel free to slide into my DMs. And if you're attractive, you can still slide into my DMs because let me be honest, I do that kind of like I do that all the time. People are like, you slide into DMs as a girl, as a Christian, what? And I'm like, yes. If I see a fine, fine boy, like that fine, fine man in my dream the other day, I will slide into the DMs and shoot my shot. And if I'm lucky and the Lord loves me, he's just like, yes, your shot has shot. <laughs> Whatever. Love you guys. Praying for you. I hope you tune in to the next episode. Hopefully any of this makes sense. If not, hey, sorry. Maybe if you have a cup of coffee, it'll make sense because that's literally what I do with my life. Love you guys. Peace out.